This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today, Pastor Rick continues in a series called 40 Days of Love. In these lessons, Rick looks into the Bible to help you better understand God's great love for you and to empower you to love others the way Jesus does. Now, in just a few minutes, we're going to tell you how you can get the set of 52 Bible verse memorization cards based on this series, 40 Days of Love. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com while you listen to today's message. And if you want, you can just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004 for more information. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick with part one of a message called The Secrets of Lasting Love. Whenever you're going through massive change, there's one thing you can always count on that never changes. It is the unchanging love of God. It never changes. It is constant. It is steadfast. It is unchanging. Uh, it is unwavering. It is enduring. The Bible says this. If you take out your message notes, God says, I will show my love. I will show you my love forever. In other words, it's eternal. God's love does not change. I will show you my love forever. So says the Lord who saves you. And the foundation for a stable life, no matter what you go through in life, is the unchanging love of God. I know that a lot of things will change in my life, but one thing I know will never change is God will never stop loving me. Now here's the catch. God commands you to give that same kind of unchanging love to everybody else. Look at the next verse. Jesus said, I command you to love each other in the same way that I love you. That means reliable, unchanging, consistent, steadfast, unwavering, eternal, enduring love. How do you do that? I think it was Euripides who once said, it's not real love unless it's eternal. Is that possible? Is it possible to even have a love that lasts an entire life? The divorce rate in America is now 41% of all first marriages, 41%. The divorce rate for second-time marriages is 60%. And the divorce rate for third marriages is 73%. The odds get less likely. Now, how is it that you can have a love that lasts a lifetime. Loving other people with the same way that God loves you consistently, unconditionally, eternally. I think it was Mark Twain who once said, you don't really understand perfect love till you've been married at least a quarter of a century. I, you know, I think there's some wisdom in that. I mean, to me, love at first sight is no big deal. It's just attraction and arousal. To me, the miracle is when people have looked at each other for an entire life and still love each other. That's the miracle. Love at first sight is no big deal. Love that lasts a lifetime, that is a big deal. And that's what we're going to look at this weekend. In fact, let me just ask you, how many of you have been married, or if maybe your spouse is already in, in, in heaven, you have been married for at least 25 years? Can I see your hands? Okay. Congratulations. Uh, 
Let me ask uh, those of you who have been married, let's say 40 years or, or longer, would you stand up and stay standing for a minute? Been married 40 years or longer. Look at this. Look at this. Great. Now, I want to ask all of you to come to the stage right now and help me teach this message. <laughs> you can be seated. Anybody here been married 50 years or longer? Would you stand up? 50 years or longer. Look at this. Look at this. Fantastic. God bless you. Now, here's my question to you, those of you who've been married 50 years or longer. It was easy, right? <laughs> All right, be seated. You know, I can guarantee you this. If you were to take any of these people and ask them to share their testimony of their marriage, they would tell you that it was not easy, that it is difficult to stay in love, to stick together. And there are a million times in life when every bone in your body says, this is too hard, I give up, I quit, I'm moving out. But they didn't. And if you're going to build a love that lasts a lifetime, you have to figure out how to overcome what I call the deadly D's. And every relationship, whether it's a friendship or a marriage, goes through the deadly D's. Difficulties, disagreements, differences, discord, disappointment, defeat, dead ends, depression, Delay, doubt, distance, death, debt, demands, difficulties. Those are not easy things to overcome. But those who just stood overcame the big D, divorce. How do you have a love that lasts a lifetime? Well, there are some things that you must never do if you're gonna build a love that lasts a lifetime. Back in the late 60s, there was a group called the Association Music Group. Anybody remember this group? Oh, you're very old. <laughs> if you raise your hand, you are, you are very old. Uh, and in 1967, they did a number one hit called Never My Love. Never My Love. Interesting thing about that song is it also went back in the last 40 years to number one four other times recorded by three other groups. It, it, it had just kept coming back. Today we're going to look at the things you must never do if you're going to build a love that lasts a lifetime. There on your outline, we're in 1 Corinthians 13, the passage we've looked at for all of these weeks during 40 days of love. And it says this in verse 7, love never stops being patient, never stops believing, never stops hoping, never gives up. These are the habits of a lifetime of loving. If you're going to learn to love other people the way that God loves you, if you're going to learn how to have a lasting love that makes it all the way through life, you have to develop the four habits that are talked about in this verse we just read. If you're gonna take notes, the first thing that you have to learn to do is you gotta to have to learn that lasting love extends grace. Lasting love extends grace. Now, no relationship will make it without grace. And the Bible tells us that this is part of love because you're not gonna have a relationship unless you have forgiveness, mercy, patience, acceptance, 
grace, you got to cut people some slack. You got to let things pass. You have to put up with a lot. Everybody agree with that? You have to put up with a lot. You have to extend grace. The Bible says this, love never stops being patient. The message paraphrase of that verse says it puts up with anything. The New Century translation says it patiently accepts all things. And New Jerusalem Bible translation says it is always ready to make allowances. You have to allow for mistakes. Now this word here in Greek, uh, which says it's always patient, the word stergo, it means literally cover with a roof. It's the word for, would you buy a house without a roof? Of course not. You'd have no protection from the winds and the rain. A roof covers and protects your home. And in the same way, this kind of love, patient love, gracious love, it covers a relationship and it lets some things slide. It doesn't pull, call people into account for every mistake that they make. People damage pretty easily. And you need a roof on your relationship. And that roof is the kind of love that extends grace. Now, why is grace essential to relationships? Well, because you married a sinner. And she married a bigger one. You're imperfect, your spouse is imperfect, or if you're in a relationship, you're imperfect and your friend is imperfect, and two imperfect people will never create a perfect relationship. It isn't gonna happen. There's no such thing as a perfect marriage, so stop trying to find one. There's no such thing as a perfect friendship, stop trying to find one, because two imperfect people cannot create a perfect relationship. It isn't gonna happen on this planet. The Bible says this up here on the screen, Romans 3.10, there is no one who always does what is right, not even one. None of us get it right 100% of the time. In fact, this next verse says, if we say we have no sin, we're only fooling ourselves and refusing to accept the truth. In other words, if you think the relational problems in your life are all the other person's fault, you're out of touch with reality. Because the truth is, we all make mistakes. And, and it takes, as I say, two to tango, and it takes two to tangle, and it takes two to disagree, and it's never just one person's fault. There's always a part on both sides. And the Bible says we have to extend grace to each other. Why? Because forgiveness is a two-way street. And you don't want to burn the bridge that you need yourself to walk over to get into heaven. Jesus said we cannot receive what we're unwilling to give to other people. Now, the Bible tells us that the way you build a strong relationship is to treat other people the way God treats you. In fact, on Romans 15, 7, it says this, accept each other just as Christ has accepted you. You accept them. That's extending grace. Now, one of the ways you accept people is simply by listening to them. When you listen to people, you're giving them a great gift. Grace listens. Because the reason you get so judgmental is you're not really listening to the other person. You're not listening to where they're coming from, what they're saying. And God gave you two ears and one mouth. That's why you should listen twice as much as you talk. You know, I read this week that a bullfrog, when it's croaking, that God created a muscle inside that bullfrog that goes to its brain, that when a bullfrog is croaking, it cannot hear that tone. It cannot hear the obnoxious noise it's making. 
I know a lot of humans like that. You're not intentionally obnoxious. I mean, you don't get up in the morning and go, I think I'm going to be irritating today. I think I'm going to tick everybody off. I think today I'm just going to be obnoxious. No, you don't hear yourself. And that's why the rest of us have to show you grace. <laughs> and that's why you need to show grace to other people and other people need to show it to you. Because sometimes you don't even know what you're saying. You can't even hear it. We all need grace. The Bible says this, be humble and gentle with each other. Be patient with each other. Making allowances for each other's faults because of your love. Now I want you to circle the phrase making allowance. It says if you're going to have a love that lasts, you've got to learn to make allowances for the mistakes and the faults and everything else, the flubs and everything in other people's lives. Kay knows that there are two times every week she needs to make allowance for me. It's when I'm the grumpiest, when I'm the most tired, and she makes allowance, and she graciously loves me and shows grace and gives me a wide berth of these two times a week. One of them is Monday morning, because Monday morning, after doing six services and talking to people on the patio, I am always emotionally drained, and she's very gentle and very kind with me. She makes allowances, and if I say something cranky, she just writes it off. It's Monday morning. Rick is tired. And the other time that she writes off is Saturday afternoon, right before I start the services, because every Saturday afternoon I get PMS. <laughs> Pre-message syndrome. <laughs> Actually, you know what PMS stands for? Punish my spouse. <laughs> uh, do you know why it takes three women with PMS to change a light bulb? It just does! Now, don't write me, okay, okay, don't. Men, men are just as temperamental, 90% temper, 10% mental. Okay. Don't write me, I know it's a serious illness, and yeah, okay. Uh, who do you need to show grace to this week? My pastor for the bad jokes he just told. Okay, but the, the truth is we just have to cut each other a little slack. That's the starting point. Show grace, because love never stops being patient. Now, here's the second key. Love, lasting love, just doesn't extend grace. It expresses faith. This is the kind of love, if you want a marriage that lasts a lifetime or friendship that lasts a lifetime, lasting love expresses faith. Faith and love are intertwined because love is built on trust. I'm talking about confidence. I'm talking about trusting people, believing in people. That's what love is. I believe in you. I trust you. I have confidence in you. Faith is not fearful, and love is not fearful. It's not anxious. The Bible says there is no fear in love. If you are afraid of someone, you don't love them. If they are afraid of you, they don't love you. The Bible says there is no fear in love. Love and fear are opposites. And the Bible says that faith and love go together because love is built on trust. When you trust somebody, then you love them. You cannot love someone you don't trust. You can't. 
And so you have to, if you're going to love somebody, you have to not only extend them grace, you have to express faith. I believe in you. I trust you. I think you can do it. Because the Bible says this, love never stops believing. The NIV translation says love always trusts, always trusts. The New Living Translation says love never loses faith. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We're so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. If you'd like to receive Rick's free daily devotional, just go to PastorRick.com and sign up right now. You'll get hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick delivered to your inbox every day. Rick will be right back to close out our time today. But first, one of the most popular resources we've mentioned here on the broadcast are the Daily Hope Bible Scripture Memorization Cards. We get a ton of requests for them. And now you can be reminded every day of God's love for you with this special limited edition set of scripture cards with key verses from Pastor Rick's 40 Days of Love teaching series. Here's Rick to tell us more. Friends, one of the most powerful ways you can transform your spiritual life is to memorize scripture. God tells us in Proverbs 7, verse 2, guard my words as your most precious possession. Write them down and also keep them deep within your heart. Now, you may not think you've got a good memory, but the truth is we all remember what's important to us. For instance, you remember phone numbers and dates that you care about. I've heard people say they can't memorize anything, yet they can quote a song lyrics from their childhood, or they can rattle off a statistic for their favorite baseball player. You see, memory is a skill that you can learn, and it's also a muscle that you can strengthen. In fact, study after study has shown that memorizing Scripture will cause your brain to have a stronger memory in other areas, too. So when you memorize Scripture, you're actually benefiting a lot of other areas in your life. Now, here's how I want to help you memorize God's Word. We've put together a new packet, a new set of cards with verses from the Bible for you to memorize. And these are good, easily memorizable verses. And you can put these cards around your house, or you can put them on your refrigerator, or, you know, tape them to the mirror where you brush your teeth, or you can put them by your bed, or uh, in your car, in the visor. It doesn't really matter, but they're, they're very beautiful, and they will keep these Bible verses, God's Word, before you every day, helping you to memorize the Word of God. I hope you'll take advantage of this new resource. These cards are graphically designed and will encourage you to spend time learning the Word of God. We'll send you the 40 Days of Love Bible Memorization Cards to say thanks when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the hope of Jesus to a hurting world. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy. Or just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. There's only three days left to get this great resource, so don't wait. That's PastorRick.com or the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. And thank you so much for your support. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.